The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Beauty is Found Within podcast, hosted by the beautiful Pippa Leslie. Pippa will be speaking about hers, other spiritual stories, perspectives, and journeys, so we can in turn find the right match of resonance that speaks to our heart and souls. Each week, she will be sharing topics around spirituality, manifestation, mindset, self-love, and personal growth, as well as personal interviews with our fellow soul family and friends. Hey guys, welcome back to the Beauties Found Within podcast. Today I am so excited because I've got the best special guest on today. He's literally sat right in front of me and it's my partner CJ. You all know by now that CJ is my twin flame and I wanted to bring him on the interview today because you've all seen him on my social media and some of you have seen videos of him but he has got an incredible story behind you know mine and his story. So I wanted to bring him on as a special guest, obviously, because he's very special to me. And yeah, so you can get to know him and I can back off a little bit and get to know my other half. So welcome, CJ. Thanks. This is uh, this is different because we're actually in the same room speaking into the microphone. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's been amazing. I, I've seen Pippa grow in her podcast and I love it and I push her. So I'm so excited to be on and be able to uh, talk about our story. Yeah, so actually, Chris is my editor. So, you know, if we mess up on this podcast, I'm like, yeah, you can edit. So I really want to ask CJ about his spiritual journey because, you know, my vision for this podcast was to bring other people on and interview them and ask them about their spiritual journey, their challenges, you know, how they overcome them because there's so many people out there with different stories, different insights, different energy you know, amazing, amazing traits and talents and gifts. And CJ has so many. So first, I feel like I'm getting to know you now again. It's weird. So first, CJ, I want to ask you, you know, when did you know that you were spiritual? Like when was the moment you thought, yeah, I am spiritual and I am open to things because you are a scientist. So I want you to know, like, when was the moment it kind of switched? Yeah, it's actually interesting because on the the walk I just did, I was just kind of thinking about some of that because there were points in my scientific training or when I was a professor or researcher where I did I didn't feel I was an atheist ever but my spirituality was challenged but looking back I mean it you know I go back to when I first started meditating when I was an undergraduate in college way back when and and I had incense and I would sit and put music on and I would lay on my couch and just try to calm myself in my head and this is back you know when you're 19 20 years old which was kind of crazy because I I'd never had any formal training. Uh, then I went off, I was in the military for a while. I was an officer in the, in the U.S. Army, 
got out and life just kind of took hold of me. So I wasn't as spiritual as I would say I am today, but I've always had that spiritual sense because even in grad school, when I was getting my PhD, I remember going to Catholic mass just to pray. And I always felt energized going to church, praying, and then coming home. And I believe, I really believe in prayer and it doesn't matter how you do it. And, and today I really pray through meditation or contemplation. I, I don't officially go to a church, but I think the reason people love churches so much is because of that. But I think Pip knows when we met on 11-11, spirituality for me has taken off to a new, completely new level. Like it, it, it's, a, it's a totally, totally different level than where it was two, three years ago. So, Yeah, so... You all kind of know my spiritual background, but touching on that, you know, there's an age gap between me and CJ. So that doesn't bother me. I never really think about it on a day-to-day basis, but you know, Chris has 17 years on me. (laughs) Sorry to say that, but it's just interesting to see, you know, how since we met on the 11th, you know, we didn't meet on the 11th, 11th, Mm. but it all started on the 11th, 11th. And, you know, since we've evolved since then mm-hmm. it's been like massive for me too like I was spiritual to a point where I was open to everything but then now I've been opened it's like Pandora's box has opened and it's like wow there's so much more out there that we don't even know yet still so I want everyone listening to know that wherever you are on your spiritual journey right now there is so much more to come and so much more for you to learn and you know the road to self you know self self discovery and self-worth and self-love is just the best one ever it's it's been my best I can travel around the world and see so many places and that's amazing but my self journey has been the best that's the best travel journey I've ever been on so my next question to you is what has been your biggest challenge through being you know being spiritual and you know the the knockdowns and how you got up and never giving up yeah so a few years ago I my relationship completely crumbled in in a horrific way. I was in a foreign country and it was just, uh, you know, maybe that story will be told one day. We'll see. But I was basically homeless in a foreign country. I'd lost everything and I gave up my job for my ex. And that was when I was at the lowest in my life where I felt like, wow, I, I don't think I could get any lower than I am. Uh, mentally and just personally in a, in a personal uh, from a personal standpoint so i came home back to the united states where friends and family all came around me and supported me and i started to crawl out of that hole and it was a matter of where i was not going to let that situation take hold of me and rule my life so i picked myself up i started meditating i started exercising i started eating right um started to find myself spiritually again. So that was one aspect that stands out in my life. Like, wow, where I started to pick it up now to the stratosphere that we're in now with Pippa, it was just like, there's been a lot of challenges, you know? And and I think the first one is how does, you know, this guy in, in California meet this girl in England and start this relationship? I just thought in the beginning, there's no way. I just thought there's no way this is going to happen. There's just no way. But, you know, me, I I will happily say that I'm the one who took the leap, you know, and CJ will, you know, hold his hands up and say, yeah, because, 
you all know me, the ones who follow me for a while. I don't, you know, I just, I'm so brave and I always take leaps of faith and that's kind of like rubbing off on you now, isn't it? You know, Mm. that's rubbing off on CJ a lot. And that's what I try and tell people to do is like, if you don't take leaps of faith, you will never get to where you, you know, where the fear is. So we kind of briefly want to touch on how we met and I, I had a list in Australia last year of what I wanted in a man, you know, I'd had some really rubbish relationships, you know, throughout my life as a lot of us have had and, you know, but I don't regret any of them because they were meant for me and they were meant to help me grow and in turn help other women and men in similar situations, you know, to help them through, through challenges and and changes. But for me, I just knew I wanted this, this fairy tale prince (laughs) and I got him. So I remember sitting down in Australia writing a list of what I wanted in a man and I was so specific. I won't go too specific because some of it's a bit rude, but, you know, I went really specific on what I wanted, you know, to the point of us cooking together, to walks in nature, on the beaches together, you know, really specific. Where were we going? What were we doing? And I just left it to the universe and I trusted that one day I would meet this this man of my dreams. So uh, towards the end of my Australia travels, I knew I wanted to go back to study and it was to do animal behavior and it was a master's degree and I was so happy that I got accepted onto that you know fast forward now I'm actually doing that course for other reasons but you know I knew that course led me to Chris because I had sent the email to the uni they they said yeah get, get all your stuff back to me when you get back from Australia and while I had two weeks left there I thought right I'm going to download a podcast maybe a get a book on on animal behavior or you know anything to do with species and I remember going on google and typing in animal podcasts to listen to and I remember clicking on one you know how how many out of how many podcasts and pages on google can you click and the first one the first website I clicked I just went on and there was a couple of probably about 10 to 15 on that page and I downloaded the all creatures podcast and I remember going to episode one and two and three, which were like CJ's first ones two and a half years ago. And I downloaded them. And what what like drawn me to him the most was his voice, his wisdom, his knowledge about and his passion for these animals and for, for saving the planet. So I downloaded this podcast, started listening to them, sat on the beach in Burley in the Gold Coast. And me being me, you know, I'm a kind hearted person. So I followed them. I tagged them in posts. I reached out to what I thought was Chris and Angie's page and it was Chris that was running the Instagram page. I told them I loved the podcast and I was like loving what they were doing. I was going back to study and at the time Chris was just so amazed that you know he loved that I was going back to study and he was like let me know how you get on and very friendly at first and it just got you know it just progressed and progressed and progressed and progressed and just from a friendly point of view I thought I really like this guy and he's you know he's you know he's he's handsome he's knowledgeable he's intelligent and you know it just got I think it just got to a point where I was so excited to talk to you every day like you're in front of me so it's like I got I got so excited to talk to you every day and you know he's eight hours behind in Los Angeles and I'm obviously here in the UK and I remember about 5 p.m I'd be like walking Arlo down the canal and I knew it was his time to wake up and I'd be like he's gonna wake up soon he's gonna wake up soon and it just went from there really but the the point is I didn't look for it. I didn't go looking for it. It wasn't like, you know, I've no, I've no, nothing against dating websites. You know, I've been on them, done all that. It's not that I'm against that. I just know when you're on a vibrational level where you're 
at a point where you're ready to attract that relationship, whatever it be a twin flame relationship, a soulmate or a karmic relationship, you will be at a point where you're going to attract that into your life for whatever reason. So I just wasn't looking for it. I came back from Australia and I started to just, you know, do things for me more and, you know, didn't really care what anyone thought. I just did what I had to do and did a lot of self-love, more self-love. And I've just looked, it's 11-11. And so, yeah, and then that's when we started on 11-11. And it's, that actually is a really, really big number for twin flame relationships. It's like an activation number. So, yeah, I'm just going to let you talk now because I'm like taking over the... No, it's okay. <laughs> it's like your story interview. though. No, no, it's it's interesting because it's, it's, that's what's so amazing about this relationship and this platform that that Pippa has that we can both give our perspectives because there I was sitting in California, not looking for a relationship at all. And I had this beautiful woman messaging me. And I just was like, I first thought she was from Australia because she was down in Australia. And then later she's like, no, I'm British. I was like, Ooh, that's even better for me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, I didn't think I'm like, no, okay. I can't date somebody from England. It just, I would love to sure. How's that work? And here we are, you know, months and months later through a pandemic stronger than ever. And it just, it, it's, I always say, and it's funny, uh, you know, Pippa's talked about Louisa a little bit or earth angel, whatever, something happens, the synchronicities each day, each day it happens. I'm like, you cannot write this stuff. You cannot write the stuff that happens. It just last night, it happened again. Today, at some point, it's going to happen. There's going to be some synchronicity where you just like, wow, you can't write this stuff. It just, it's amazing. And so with our relationship, neither of us were really looking really hard for one. And I think it just, it just happened. It happened naturally. And then it was like the universe has been throwing us daily signs like, nope, this is the person you will be with. And we both just laugh in the beginning. It was so easy. We were just like, not only did it seem like, Pip and I have known each other forever, which we have spiritually, but it just was so easy in the beginning. doesn't mean the relationship's always easy because there's always challenges, but, and, and there are some we can talk about that we've had some challenges, but it was just so easy to fall in love with this woman, to want to know everything about her. And then when we're together, it's just the most peaceful, calm, loving relationship I've ever been in. Yeah. So from... You know, from that eleven eleven moment, you know, I don't do things lightly. I was like, I need to meet this guy. And, you know, you do have people around you saying go slow and da 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 and the whole and they love you and they you know, they care for you. And, you know, my parents were very, you know, just be careful. It's a guy he's in LA, you don't know him. And I'm like, Yeah, but they don't know the spiritual side of how like our souls have known each other for, you know, for many lives. So you know me, I, I was like, I've never been to LA. I mean, you know, I love travel. So I booked a flight and I went to LA for 10 days over Christmas. Um, me and CJ met and our first date was at Disney. Disneyland. Disneyland. I'd never been to the Californian one. And, you know, that is probably the, for records, girl, that's the best date I've ever been on, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> first date, yeah. But first date, that's top of the list. Yeah. So going to Disney and like, we did a post on our Instagram page, it's Twin Flame Trinity 11, if you're not following us. You know, we wrote a post about our first date being in Disney. We were there for 16 hours. Like, it just, obviously, I could spend a full day in Disney, mm. but we were so just in awe of each yeah. other because our energy was like, I remember the first moment we seen each other. We met at a hotel near Disney, and I remember, like, getting the Uber, and I was, 
and still the signs were happening then songs on the radio things on my phone coming through pictures I'd seen and from that first moment when we come out of the lobby you call it like a lobby mm-hmm. uh we just connected and you could just feel the energy it was like an earthquake around us mm-hmm. it was so incredible and this episode my, my vision for this episode was to kind of give you an insight on our our story and how we met but to not only you know if you're in the in a twin flame relationship now or a soulmate relationship or whatever relationship you're in it's okay to be in that relationship like I know some of you may be in really toxic relationships and you know I've had many CJ's had many and we don't regret them because they led us to this point so we want to kind of keep this episode quite positive and and you know looking towards what you want to attract so anyone who's like single and wants to attract a twin flame or a soulmate relationship it won't necessarily be that you could attract a karmic relationship which is you know meant to you know teach you and and learn things from past lives you know I've I've been my ex before Chris was a karmic relationship so yeah I took a huge leap of faith going to LA and and then fast forward like this is a big one like it's uh it's it's quite a, a an emotional story like there's a lot to our story but I come back from LA after the five five days it just felt like I've been with you for months mm-hmm. like for them mm-hmm. five days and I remember being home and I come straight to my parents' house. I was in tears. I will ha- I will happily say like I was, and I won't say happily, but I was, mom, dad, I just miss him and I don't want to go. I just want to go back. And, you know, mums and dads are very just, you know, just be, just be careful and go slow. And it's the whole, and I know where they're coming from, but I just knew in my soul, so deep in my soul that this was the, this was the guy. This was, this was him. He's here. And, Within two days, this is how impulsive I can be, but in a good way, it serves me well. I had dropped out of uni, not for a reason because I didn't want to do it, because I'd passed every subject I'd done in the first semester. So look at me saying semester. I'm so rubbing off. You're so rubbing off on me. <laughs> so in my first semester, I'd like passed all my 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 assignments. But I just knew that if I'd stayed in uni, I was blocking something. I knew that my path was to go and be with CJ. So Within 24 hours, I dropped out of uni and just put it on hold and I'd booked another flight back to LA. You know, I went back for a month and then you can tell them what happened after I left LA. You were like, see you in 10 days. Yeah, so (laughs) I will admit too, when she left the first time, I was in tears too. I was like, after five days, like she left and I'm like, why am I crying? You know, (laughs) like I'm walking out to the car and I have tears streaming down because it's just, I felt that energy pulling away. And watching her walk off in LAX. And I was like, oh, you know, and we didn't know when we'd see each other. We were like, okay, maybe February or March, you know, we'll see each other again. So, like, you know, luckily for me, Pippa, being impulsive, came back for a month. And we spent a a wonderful month in California where I could show her where I grew up. She could meet all my family. We just had an amazing 30 days. At the end of that, I had purchased my tickets to go back in March to go to England for 10 days. And so at the airport, you know, it's like leading up to that separation. We're like, it's okay. It's only, it's less than two weeks. I had some business to take care of. I went on a business trip and I told her after the business trip, you know, I'm coming straight to England. We're going to spend a good 10, 12 days. And then you're coming back to California in April. And then we'll see where we are in the summer and, and all those things. So when I was in the airport, And it was weird. The universe was like 
conspiring against me not to go to England for some reason. I'd left my passport in California, not thinking about it. So I'd have my, uh, my mom, luckily she FedExed it to me, but she overnighted it, but it was late for three days. I almost didn't get it. I got it a couple hours before my flight. I go to the, the airport. I flew uh, to DC. I'm in the airport in DC. I talked to Pippa. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be on the airplane. I'll see you in 12 hours. She goes to bed. And then all of a sudden, President Trump dropped his travel ban to Europe. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Because the COVID-19 pandemic was really heating up. And I was like, are you kidding me? He just banned travel to Europe. I'm about to board my flight in 20 minutes to jump on a flight to London. And he's and his his speech was so incoherent. I couldn't tell what he was talking about, which countries, what did it mean? Does that mean I can't get home if I fly out? I have commitments back in the United States. So I didn't get on that airplane. It was one of the hardest decisions I ever made. I was so excited to go to, to England. And I know both of us were just heartbroken, just heartbroken. Mm-hmm. I didn't get on that flight. Now, in hindsight, it was all meant. It was all meant. Yeah, like CJ's been here for like two months now. So yeah, clearly 10 days in England compared to two months with me was was obviously different. Now, if that scenario had happened today, we would be totally different. We'd be very just like, it's meant, you know, we're not meant to be together yet. We'd be very calm. It would be upsetting, yeah. But at the time, we were just so desperate to spend time with each other because, you know, having a relationship from, you know, a girl in England and a guy in LA, it's it's a long distance relationship. And, you know, it's, it is a tough relationship, but it's actually, when you think of it, it's not like we're so lucky, you know, we have technology, we have flights, you know, at the moment we can't really do much, but that's all meant to be as well because we've had time together. We've lived in each other's space. So we've had, we've had both ends. We've been apart, we've been together. And I think as well, when we are apart, (laughs) this is the crazy bit. Sometimes when we're apart, it's, it's stronger connection because some of the things that this is all written down for us to talk about over the next few months, you know, when we're apart, we have this connection, which is just insane. It's just, you know, CJ wakes me up, you know, intentionally. So I will say, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to sleep and he wakes me up at like, you know, these really random times, which are the angel numbers, you know, 111, 222, 333, 555. And he would literally wake me up and I would always send him a love heart. And then vice versa, I would wake him up. And yeah, you got and you got quite telepathic as well. Like, yeah, so to explain that, because it's not like I call and wake her up and then her phone rings. It is, I remember I was coming home, I just taught a class and I was driving home down the freeway and I always approach Disney. I always, obviously, anywhere I'm near Disneyland, I think of, of, of Pip. I mean, I'm thinking of Pip all the time, but that one. And so I, I remember this specifically like the first time I did it and I said, okay, it's, did the math in my head. Okay, it's going to be 333 in England. And so it was about 10 minutes before I think it's 323. And I said, okay, Pip, I'm going to wake you up. I want you to wake up in 10 minutes in 10 minutes. And I just thought about it while I'm driving the whole time. Okay. I'm going to wake up, wake you up. You're going to wake up. You're going to wake up and bam, literally like three, 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 she wakes up and sends me a heart. And I just was like, are you kidding me? And I, I wrote her, I was like, I've told you to wake up and you did. And we've done that. I've done that quite a few times, like 70, 80% of the time she'll wake up Two out of 10 times, she won't. She's in such a deep sleep. But then she does it to me. <laughs> I wake up at 333 and I was like, you're talking about me, huh? And she's like, I did it. I did it. So Yeah, and it's the whole I'm, say, doing something. I'm in work or yeah. I was like doing something with my dad. And he would wake up. I'd wake him up and he, he'd just know what I'm doing. 
you know, you've got you you're holding a cup of tea, you're at a screen, you know, you knew when I had a headache, it just yeah. just stuff you can't explain. But I remember the one I was I so what I do is I wake up and I just I'm you're in that half asleep zone, the the in between. And I imagine where Pip is and what she's doing. And the one was I saw you twirling your hair. Oh yeah. I yeah. sit and twirl my hair, like when I'm just in thought. And he's like, You're twirling your hair, and he's never seen me do that. Yeah. And I was, this is just crazy. But not once did we did we never believe it. Not once did we ever think this is this is BS because it's actually just I've just looked at the thing, it's twenty three twenty three. So just they just <laughs> yeah, the, no. the things like this, they're so small, but they're so significant to our journey. And that's why I'm so glad we've wrote it all down because every single day there's something new. Every single day there is something miraculous and recently cj and i have had our own shift separately and together and this is why we're so passionate in what we do you know cj is the science nature animals i'm the people animals nature you know i've not got a science phd like like cj has but together we've just got this kind of connection Mm -hmm. which is just it just fits hand in hand because we're so passionate about helping the planet Helping the planet, i.e. every living thing, that's including you, that's mm-hmm. including your pets, your animals, like nature outside, everything. So we are just meant we are meant for each other. And I just know when we are apart, we're gonna be okay this time. Cause for me as well, with people in in relationships, you know, I've been in relationships where you don't think anything else is better out there. Now, anyone listening to this now, if you're in a really toxic relationship. I want you to know that I'm here for you because I'm going to talk straight at you now. Like you, whatever relationship you're in, and if it's a toxic relationship, you are strong enough to leave that relationship. No matter what situation you're in, you are strong enough to leave that relationship because you have people around you like me, like CJ, who can help you with that. And I'm quite passionate about it because I have been in those toxic relationships and I got out of them. You know, I know people could be in worse ones than me and, you know, I'm sending love to those people. But this life is so extraordinary. You know, there's so many things. Like, there's there's a mo- here's an extraordinary moment. I was in Australia for three months last year. In the August is when I found CJ's podcast. In the July, I was in Sydney and CJ was flying to New Zealand to see his kids and he flew over me. We actually dated it back. We found out that his flight flew over me in botany. I was staying in botany. I used to go down the beach every morning as my walk. And I used to watch the planes come in. And we found out he flew over me that day. And he sent a rainbow. So that was clearly me. So you think he was? He flew over me the month before. You know, three years ago, I was in Florida. You, you were in Florida. You know, we could have passed each other then. It's just this, like, madness. It's madness. And... Same with our Earth Angel, Louisa, like how I met her. I met her when I was in Australia. You know, I not I didn't meet her like physically, but I reached out to her. I was at a low point when I was in Australia. And with Louisa, we could have passed, you know, we could have passed our crossed our paths before, but we didn't because we weren't meant to. So we were meant to in the exact moment. And then look what happened on Monday with the Pendle Witches. Oh yeah, with the eleven, yeah. the eleven, eleven. So that is a crazy one. I took CJ for up to the Pendle, which is in Burnley in the UK. It's where a lot of the witches were were taken to Lancaster to be hung in the sixteen uh, hundreds. And I'd been there once before with a friend, and I knew it was in two thousand eighteen. And we went there, and, and I remember looking back at the photos to so to show CJ, and 
I realised that that was on the 11th of November, mm-hmm. exactly a year before we start we started dating. And it's things like crazy, but here's a message to the sceptics out there. Sceptics would think, oh, that's just a coincidence. Oh, yeah, that you know, that's just luck. You know, that's mm-hmm. just random. It's actually not. These are strings of synchronicities that are leading you to your path. And when you follow them and actually know that it's the universe and your angels and your guides communicating to you, you see life completely different. And that's why a shift comes. You start to see the world completely different. So CJ's shift was more, a bit more painful than mine. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, listening to you talk and it's like, you know, I go back to where I was living in New Zealand and I lost everything, you know, and I have been in those relationships where you give and give and give and you don't receive. And they are, they are lessons in life and there are better corners for you. You will turn a corner and you'll meet someone like Pippa or, or, you know, for Pippa would say she'd meet someone like me or Chris and you don't ever give up. You know, you keep fighting, you learn and you do a lot of introspection and you're learning something out of these relationships. So I am thankful for the pain. It was painful but it was a painful experience. That's not what she was really talking about with the shift. So while Pippa and I were away, separated, so it was weird for this whole pandemic, half the pandemic, we've been half a world away. The other half of the pandemic, we've been two inches away in each other's space 24-7. So we've had both extremes of, of the pandemic in a relationship. But during that separation phase, her and I went through, you know, a bump in the road in any relationship. And she'd really wanted me to come to England and I couldn't just yet commit to coming to England. I I didn't have the bravery, I guess, like Pippa said, I I just wasn't brave enough at the time. And so we got in kind of a squabble where she took, you know, I was, I was really low and sad and, and then we got in a fight and then it was like, okay, well, we need a break from each other. And that was the most painful break I've ever had in a relationship but it was the separation phase that happens in twin flames at the end of it. I literally threw my back out, which is one of the most painful injuries you could ever get. Like you literally can't get up. I couldn't get up off the ground. I couldn't move. I couldn't move. And I just got done texting Pippa. She did something that triggered me, which is ridiculous, but it did. And so we were texting back and forth and she's like, you were supposed to give me space. And I was like, but you just triggered me. It was so funny. We'll talk about that one in a different day, but after I got up or got done texting her, I tried to get up and I threw my back out and I was like, are you kidding me? So I get on the ground, I try to stretch and then I'm stuck on the ground and you literally cannot stand up. Your back hurts that bad. And I just gave up. I just gave up. I threw my, I just threw my hands up literally figuratively and said, I give up. I give up caring about anything. I just, I give myself up to the universe and that was letting go of outcome. That it was the major lesson in all of that. And maybe this is, this is definitely a, for a different day podcast where you just let go of outcome because I think a lot of us can try to control our future so much instead of just letting it flow and letting things come to us and happen naturally. For me, it was control like, okay, this relationship will go like this. We're going to be doing this in two months and three months we'll be here. Da, 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 da that's wrong. That's, that's a wrong way to live your life. You flow with nature, flow with spirit, flow with everything. And so I gave up, I'm laying on the ground. I'm just like, I I just, I don't care anymore. You just do what you will with me. spirit. I just gave up. And I heard in my head, you know, my spirit guide say, 
okay, brush yourself off, stand up now. And I was just like, okay. So I crawled over to the wall and my bed and it was very hard, but I did finally get up to a standing position and it was like extremely painful. And, you know, long story short, that's the day I, I shifted because I gave up outcome and I felt so liberated it took a few hours to really sink in. It wasn't just like, oh, in two seconds. I'm like, okay, I'm great. But at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I'm fine. Whatever happens to Pippa and I, it's meant to be. And then later that night, Pippa actually texted me and she's like, okay, let's start talking again. And then things have just been so different since that shift. It's just amazing. It's such an amazing experience. Such an amazing experience. Well, my shift was kind of nice. You know, I spoke about this on my previous episode about, you know, connecting to Mother Earth, you know, so you had to go through that painful one and I had Mm -hmm. to go through this. But I do think when you were going through that separation phase with me, I was learning too because I'm such a you know, just get on with it. You know, life's too short. When you have a fallout with your partner, it's just, oh God, we'll just make up and we'll just, you know, call it a day. You know, you have makeup sex, you just get on with it and it's great. But you don't learn from that. You don't grow from that. It's like a cycle. And I've been in those cycles. So for me, I'm proud of myself because I could have gave in and within a couple of days and said, it's fine. You know, we'll just call it a day and but then we weren't together you know he was in LA I was in England and it's not like a normal kind of makeup so I knew my guides were saying be strong in this one you need to give CJ his space even though he doesn't see that yet and I was like okay okay didn't make sense at the time but then towards the whole you giving up you surrendering it just made sense you know we both just said thank you for that like people make arguments fallouts fights these huge oh my god we're finishing we're ending it's not about that like some fights some disagreements are meant for your relationship to grow now I'm not saying like you know if you are in a toxic relationship that's completely different but when you're in a twin flame or soulmate relationship you need those those separation periods, especially in twin flame because they are actually mirrors of you they are three 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 they are actually mirrors of you for what you need to heal in yourself so me and cj have this great relationship where we can be so open with each other and communicate things like oh you triggered me today but i were i was working on it i triggered you today but you know that's how it is like someone triggering you is a good thing it's how you you need to heal something and ask what the lesson is there like okay why is that making me feel that way and that is another episode we can talk about but we have this relationship now where I tell you what's bugging me you tell me what's bugging you and we just it just flows Mm -hmm. and that's a big thing is letting go of outcome because we're so fixated on oh we're going to get married to him we're going to have kids you know when am I going to buy a house when are we going to do this when are we going to go and it's just whoa slow down and be present you know look at your relationship today anyone who's single anyone who's not single any of your friendships whatever it is look at your life right now you know be present who's in your life right now who are you grateful for you know a relationship will come more friends will come more relationships will come that is already written there's nothing you can do about that the only thing you can control is how you're you're perceiving it and how you're having control over it so when you let go it is the most serene mm-hmm. amazing feeling because we know that 
everything's going to work out. Like now we're worrying about pandemics, the ca- ca- this pandemic ca- carrying on. When are we going to get to see each other again after this this phase? But then we just stop and go, it's already written. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it's we're still stuck in this. Whether you know while we're recording this, and in a year it'll be interesting to go back and listen to this and see where we're at. Because right now we're like, okay, we we you know can Pippa get back to the United States? Currently today she can't. She can't fly there. Have no idea when that's ever going to get lifted. So then I'm like, okay, when am I going to see you again? So then why am I going back to the states? If we're having these discussions each day, but we both remind each other it's going to work out. Wherever we're meant to be, we're going to be. You know, we want to travel. We got places to go. We, you know, want to get back to New Zealand and, and some areas in Australia. And those are all ideas that we've planted. We want to manifest, but we have to go with the reality today. And the reality today is we can't get on a flight and go to New Zealand or to Australia, you know, or, or some of the other places we want to go. So I think it's just the important lesson is just go with flow in life. And stop and stop worrying about outcome. And that's that's a whole podcast letting go of outcome. Because to me, that was my major hurdle to enlightenment, to finally clicking and getting, oh wow, okay. This is how life should be. Yeah, definitely. And I want to ask CJ a question because I want you to get to know him as well, because he's going to be a big part of my life. And like CJ said, you know, we can't do anything about travel. So this is why we're doing what we're doing now. We're recording episodes. We're doing videos for YouTube. You know, go and find us on YouTube. the The links on our Instagram on Twin Flame Trinity Eleven. We're doing our journey, and we're talking about our, you know, our journey and how we've overcome things and how it changes every single day. But my question to you now is like, you know, what what are your main passions? Like, what do you want to leave this world knowing that you've done? Like what, that's like a really deep question, but literally Mm -hmm. when you, when you go to the next life, like what do you want to leave this life with? So before I met you, (laughs) it still is there is, is just make a difference for animals and animal conservation. So my passion with my podcast and, and my career in academia was always animals, animal health, animal welfare, animal care. And now that I see what's going on around the world with mass extinction, that that really has driven my passion these last few years. So on my deathbed, I want to look back and say, okay, I did as much as I could for animals. Since I've met you, now my eyes have opened that that has to encompass humanity. I'm really in the firm belief today that, and, and, and I told you this, like we, we've kind of together manifested this heal yourself, heal the world. When we heal humanity, I really believe nature's going to heal with it. And we have to do both because as much as I talk about animal conservation, saving the planet, saving the environment, saving our oceans, if people don't care about themselves, they're not going to care about the environment. They're not going to care about the animals. So I really believe our purpose, me and you, our purpose is to heal people and then in turn we can heal nature. Yeah, so me and CJ have got quite a few things going on at the moment, which is like super exciting. You know, I have my own stuff going on. You know, I've got my membership going on and my healing stuff. Like I am so passionate about healing. CJ has been there when I spoke about my episode last week. You know, my healing hands, you know, coming out of a, a ascension meditation and my hands being like white with green and blue. It's crazy. It's so crazy. You, you know, I just, you can't, you can explain it because I'm explaining it now. But when you think... I have been given a gift 
So is CJ. So have you. Anyone listening to this now, you have a gift. If you know what it is, use it, shine it, get it out there. If you don't know what it is, message us. Like message anyone, anyone you resonate with, speak to them because you don't want to get to this like end of end of your life and have your music still within you. Like yeah. that's what, you know, we love that phrase, you know, don't die with your music still still playing because you you literally have so many amazing talents and gifts you are born with them so don't be fearful of using them because each of us have these unique gifts and talents together as humanity imagine of us all using those gifts and talents wow that thought is amazing like how much we'd help people heal and I do truly believe the same as CJ you know we can't heal the planet until we heal ourselves you know you see on the news and on social media you know, people treating animals really poorly, treating the nature poorly, beaches, you know, littering. And when I look at that, it makes me sad because those people who aren't respectful for life, who aren't respectful for nature and animals, they don't respect themselves. People who don't love animals and love nature don't probably love themselves. I'm not saying everyone has to go out there and be an animal lover and a a nature lover, but nature mother earth is sustaining you right now she is gravity is something you don't think of gravity is keeping you alive to an extent because if gravity wasn't here this is me going to my science mode now <laughs> cj's a scientist so i'm like trying to be careful what i'm saying because yeah. getting it wrong you know if gravity wasn't here you would be floating off into space and you'd die you wouldn't have oxygen to breathe that's how simple it is like gravity is on my gratitude list every day because that's something we take for granted. Your oxygen you breathe every day, that is a given. It's there. And who is providing that? Mother Earth. So when you're disrespecting her and you know not, not being in a loving way, you are technically giving yourself no love and no respect. So this is why we're so passionate on hel- helping people heal. Now, healing can happen in so many ways. You know, I've helped CJ heal unintentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, since I've been in his life, I've helped you heal. Not even it's like my life is kind of total ninety degrees. I did not. My life has gone in a direction I never, ever, ever imagined, in, yeah. in such a positive, beautiful, loving way. Yeah. So I think I have this kind of ability where, if I walked into a room of strangers, I think my energy would heal people because I kind of have this natural ability to bring out people's trauma but not in a traumatic way in a very loving Disney childlike way because that's kind of like you know what I'm really good at and CJ's like that he's got this loving you know nature animals you know he's got so much respect for people and we just want people to see the potential you know and see what if we all just did a little bit every day for the environment and every day for the animals what a world it would be it would just be incredible it really would yeah. And I just, yeah, I just, you know, I used to always preach like care, 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 but now I believe that you have to care for yourself first and then that will come. Now, then part of my messaging is always going to be care for yourself and then care for the environment yeah. and care for nature. Yeah. Cause when you start to raise your consciousness and your vibration and you connect with the universe, you connect with mother earth, you connect with source or God, you realize it just clicks mm-hmm how important mother earth is how important the animals are for for our life you know if they if they get wiped out we're we're gonna wipe out yeah, we're done yeah. 
you people don't look at the bigger picture and it's not that you're ignorant to it it's just you haven't been awakened to that so our message for this episode is to heal yourself to heal the world and I just want to do a podcast a week while you're here because yeah. it's just ace like I just love having CJ on here because he's a big part of my life and I want you all to get to know him so um if you've any questions for CJ you know message us and follow his podcast his is all creatures pod and you know on instagram too and you can reach out to any of us on instagram twin flame trinity 11 we're doing videos every wednesday so we'll be having videos on there you can watch and cj's got so much to to say and do and give yeah we've got more episodes coming because there's just stuff you know it's talking about how do we process triggers i mean there, there's one right there we can do next week so yeah lots of good ideas that we can talk about yeah, triggers is a big one because mm. people don't realize. I've just had a conversation with my really good friend today, and you know she was triggered, and I thought I'm just—it's just a natural thing mm-hmm. to talk about because we have to—we have to go deep within ourselves. We have to go to the shadow places. We have to. It's part of growth. There's going to be things you don't like that come up in you, and you're the same. Mm-hmm. I brought th- things up in you mm-hmm. that were like, "Whoa, what's this?" Mm-hmm. And we got through them together. Mm. Yep. So our final message is love and light. Yeah, love and light. We want to give a shout out to Louisa because we always do. Yes, Louisa, love her. Love you, Louisa. Love and light. Yeah. yeah, she'll be so happy to give her a shout out. So yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to CJ as much as I do every single day. And we'll be back to do more episodes. And yeah, follow us on Instagram and watch our stories and videos on YouTube. And any questions, reach out to us and we will help you as much as we can. So love and light and bye for now. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.